Welcome, everybody. I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven. We are talking about Gilmore Girls part one. Woohoo! I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I am, yes, I am. So, so excited. This is such a huge, um, such just, I don't know, just a huge show that was pretty amazing. So, yeah. And you know, it's funny is for the, you know, Serena and I have been talking about the show for years, but leading up to this episode, we've been like discussing, oh, and this, and then moment we come up with a topic to discuss, we start discussing the topic. And I said, we got to save this for the podcast. (laughs) And then we're we're going to talk all about it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So we're super excited. Uh, We hope you're excited. This is going to be a longer episode. Just thought we'd warn everybody. Although I'm sure when you downloaded it, you probably noticed it was a little longer. Yes. Um, We are only going to discuss Rory's high school years. So this is season one, two, and three out of the total of seven seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, I want to just kind of start off real quick. We're going to get just the nuts and bolts first, and then we're going to talk and do a lot of discussing points on this. So the first episode was aired October 5th in the year 2000. Oh my the God. final episode was aired May 15th, 2007. Um, it is a total of 154 episodes. In seven seasons, and mm-hmm. it was created and written by Amy Sherman Palladino. And so, notable directors, there wasn't any that really popped out of my mind mm-hmm. um, that, like, I was like, oh, I totally recognize that one. So, I right. picked the three that had, like, some of the more ep- most episodes directed, and then one that was surprising to me that will probably be surprising to you. Yeah. Um, the first one was Jamie Babbitt. She directed the most episodes, a total of 18 episodes. Wow. The writer and creator, Amy Sherman Palladino. Uh, she she also is the writer and creator of uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You haven't seen that. Yeah, which I, I love that, that show too. Yeah. So she directed quite a few episodes. Chris Long was another one that directed quite a few. And he's also directed episodes of Supernatural, Man in a High Castle, and The Americans. And the surprising one who directed three episodes is Jackson Douglas, who played Jackson Belleville. Oh, how funny. Yeah. So he directed season uh, episode season. Sorry. The three episodes total uh-huh. season five, episode six, uh, which is to live and let diorama mm-hmm. season six, episode six, welcome to the dollhouse. And then season seven, episode 10, Mary fist cuffs. Interesting. So we could talk more about that when we talk about those later seasons next week. Yeah, definitely. So the cast is obviously huge. I stuck to the people who we see in these first three seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's still a lot. So right. keep in mind, people, we are not going to repeat all these people <laughs> over again next week. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously the first one, Lauren Graham played Lorelai Gilmore. And she's also done Parenthood, Bad Santa, and Evan Almighty. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexis Bedell played Rory Gilmore. And she was in Sin City, Handmaid's Tale, and The Sister of the Traveling Pants, one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keiko Ajena is Lane Kim. She uh, She's done five episodes of Better Call Saul, and then she was in 13 Reasons Why. Scott Patterson um... played Luke Danes. He was also in Saw 4, 5, and 6. And 
let's see. Kelly Bishop played Emily Gilmore in, for those who don't know, she was the mom in Dirty Dancing. Yes. And she was also a dancer before all this. So she's actually more of a dancer than an actor. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. Edward Herman played Richard Gilmore, who unfortunately passed away in 2014 at the age of 71. And he was in Overboard, Lost Boys, and the 1982 version of Annie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Melissa McCarthy played Suki St. James. And of course, she's made quite the name for herself. And most notably, she's done Bridesmaids, The Heat, and Mike and Molly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa Well played Paris Geller, uh, which is she's done How to Get Away with Murder, three episodes of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and a few mm-hmm. other things. And Jackson Douglas played Jackson Belleville. Um, I didn't find anything that really stuck out that he'd been doing. Uh, Jared Padalecki. Uh, Thank mm-hmm. you. I was like, oh, I know how to say this. <laughs> he played Dean Forrester, and he's also on Supernatural, House of Wax, Flight of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, Milo Ventimila played Jess Mariano, and he was also in Heroes and This Is Us. Uh, David Sutkiff played Christopher Hayden. Mm. Emily Kuroda uh, played Mrs. Kim. Yannick Truesdale played Michelle Girard. And Sean Gunn plays Kirks, who is also in Guardians of the Galaxy, because part of it was because his brother James Gunn is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So, yay. Anyways, those are the ones I put down. Obviously, there's more. We've got like Lane's bandmates and everybody else, but, and Taylor and all that. So, right. Miss Patty, but <laughs> it's a this huge is, list. <laughs> so, I figured what I'll do is I've got this big list for this, um, this part. And then the next part, I'll add some of those other people. Sounds good. So, we'll have, yeah. Um, and then real quick, because I know Serena and I are going to do this one a little differently. We've got a lot of talking points about relationships mm-hmm. with people in the show itself. But I did want to give a few fun facts first. Yeah. Uh, and then we can get into the nitty gritty if that works for you. Yes, yes. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. So Stars Hollow is based on a place called Washington Depot, Connecticut. Um, you can look it up. They have a whole bunch of Gilmore Girls stuff there because they know like that's where it kind of originated from. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, let's see. The lot that the town was shot in was built in 1944. It was for a movie, and I can't remember what movie it was. They did mention it, and I just didn't write it down. But it was used for the Music Man, um, and that is why there are two Music Man references within that within the show. Mm -hmm. Um, the hill behind the town, when you see them walking, you see the giant hill. That is the Hollywood Mountain. So on the other side of the mountain is the Hollywood Lettering. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, and then also, this town was also used for Back to the Future, that mm-hmm. same church that Marty drives to, and as well as the TV show Heart of Dixie was shot there as well. Oh, cool. So, those are just a few things I found that were kind of interesting and fun, fun. Um, yeah, it was, it was real short. And then I know you, because you and I want to talk about all kinds of other things in here. Yes. So, yes, yes. <sighs> That's interesting, though. But yeah, I did um, recently while we were watching uh, Back to the Future, I had noticed that part and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wow, that <laughs> so familiar. <laughs> well, what's funny yeah. is like I'd seen Heart of Dixie and I think it was like three or four episodes in and I was like, that has to be the same lot. It's got to be. They've got a gazebo in the center of town. <laughs> and, then, and then the other thing, too, is I was watching it. They have, if you've ever seen Heart of Dixie, which, I, you know, whoever out there, but they have the Rammer Jammer uh, place. And my husband happened to be in the room watching it. And he goes, isn't that Merlot's from True Blood? And I go, uh, 
Uh-huh. It is Merlot's from True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway. That's another great show. Sorry. <laughs> I think we're talking about that one. I think yes. that one's some Oh, we have some to point. be. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's on our good. list. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so this show is just, it, it's really about relationships. It's about relationships oh, between... Yes. Really quick. Okay. So Go ahead. I'm I'm drinking coffee from my Luke's mug um that you had actually gotten me for my birthday. Nice. So another quick like little fun fact um about one of the characters uh cuz obviously if you know Gilmore Girls they are very very big on coffee 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 and all of that stuff. Yes. Fun fact is Alexis Bledel actually does not like coffee. So anytime you see her drinking, she's actually drinking tea or nothing at all. So, <laughs> I, I have heard that, that really before. I've also heard she's done Coke, like regular just Coke. Yeah. Dark liquid. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So anyways, I just thought that was really funny. I think it's um, hilarious. That she's, you know, all, like a lot of her lines in regards to, well, not a lot, but like, you know, when they talk about have coffee or whatever, and she's like, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> all about the coffee, and then it turns and out she's like she's really. I mean, you know, obviously <laughs> it's the actress, and you know her character obviously don't have to be the same. But anyways, I just thought right. it was funny. So it is kind of funny. You'd think like after so many seasons, she'd finally just give up and start drinking it. <laughs> right. And she's like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Let's do this. So this show is definitely about like relationships in general. And we're going to talk about, we're going to kind of dive into these relationships. Yeah. And it's between mother, daughter, and not just like Lorelai and Rory, but obviously Lorelai and her own mother, Emily. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, of course, between friends and um, I think probably the only relationships that we don't see are between siblings because both Lorelai and Rory are only children. That is very true. It was just kind of a thought I just had. I was like, oh, we don't really see any siblings. You don't see any siblings between any of the characters other than Luke no. and his sister. And Dean. Dean has his younger sister. True. But she's not like a main, main character the way that his sister. No. Like sister I mean, kind you of see becomes. her, but right. yeah. yeah. I guess there is some sibling because like, <clears throat> but you don't even, we don't really see Luke's sister until season like, four. Right, right. That's true. <clears throat> so. Um, I guess we could start between Lorelai and her parents. I feel like that kind of is the beginning kind of, of all of this show is, yeah. you know, I mean, we start out in the beginning where Lorelai is sitting outside and she shows up to her parents and the first thing they're like, oh, you're here and it's not a bank holiday. Like, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's like, is it Christmas already? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize it was Easter. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, so you know, Rory got into the private school that Lorelai can't afford, but her parents can. And so, um, which ends up being this catalyst for everything because now they have to see her parents on a weekly basis. And I, you know, and you know that like Emily and Richard would absolutely pay for her education. That's not really the issue. The problem. They want, they -hmm. want the relationship and they want a relationship with their daughter. They want a relationship with their granddaughter. Yeah. You know, and I mean, how, can't really blame them for that mm-hmm. and especially i mean if they see this especially emily if she sees this as an opportunity to where she can she's going to you know right. and yeah that's i eventually i want to bring up kind of like a little like talking point or yeah i guess that i have in regards to 
Emily and how she is face to face with Lorelai and then how she is whenever Lorelai like leaves the room or like when she closes the door and it's like her her it her face and her body language like everything changes and Mm -hmm. she becomes you know like she's this woman that wants this relationship with her daughter but she just doesn't know how and a lot of that has to do with her upbringing and how she was and her relationship you know and right anyways I just find it really interesting because you're like you can do it you just can't let go of the way that you were taught you know like yeah I think (laughs) and she does she struggles with that and Lorelai is just so different than what she was raised to be Mm -hmm. even though like it's her daughter she just has a hard time connecting with her and she she connects she tries to connect with her on things that interest Emily right more than they interest Lorelai yeah that's very true yeah and I you know and I get it like Lorelai may feel trapped on these Friday night dinners but her mom sees them as a family dinner and an opportunity to be together not something to trap you in it's just something to you know something we should have been doing all along but haven't been Mm -hmm. that's very true yeah and uh so anyways and we'll definitely talk more about that and everything and then um i know that there's been we got rory's relationships and if Mm -hmm. you ever go on the internet (laughs) and you look (laughs) up gilmore girl stuff you'll see there is mass debate about who rory should have been with who was the better boyfriend who was the worst boyfriend um because we're only talking about seasons one two and three uh, we're not bringing Logan into the mix on this one. No, uh, because we don't not see yet. him until season five, right? You don't even see him until season five. Yeah. Yeah, because she's single like all through season four. So basically. Now we did add in Tristan. And yeah. Even though he was there. Uh, even though they didn't have an actual relationship, but he played a part in like liking her. He and did. Wanted and wanted a relationship, like, but she just didn't. <laughs> well, he was kind of a dill hole, <laughs> to mm-hmm. be fair. <laughs> like, well, that, and then he, at the time she was with uh, Dean, so. Yeah, but even before then, he started to, he was obviously not going to let this new kid just waltz right in without getting teased a little bit. Oh, and, yeah, calling her Mary and everything. Right. <laughs> and, uh, which would bug the shit out of me, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, shut up! <laughs> which, yes. of course, we see her, like, lose her mind in yes. Deer Hunters. Season one, episode four, where she, the deer hit her. Uh-huh. She got uh, hit by a deer. <laughs> one of my favorite episodes from season one, just because you kind of see her kind of come, like, unhinged. And even yeah. Lorelai is kind of like, that's not Rory. Like, what are you talking about? You know? Uh, right. Her, her principal, like, calls up her mom and stuff. So, it's kind of funny, but I love that whole freak out moment in the classroom that she has when she starts going off on Paris and then she finally like just lets Tristan have it of like my name is Rory. Like <laughs> like stop and calling she's, like, me Mary. Yelling at Paris. She's like, What is your problem? Like I literally yeah. just Oh my god, I love that part where she calls her <laughs> quippy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just think it's so funny. She's like, what now? Like, <laughs> what else you got to say? <laughs> I like how she's on the phone with, with Lane and she's like, oh my God, I just got hit by a deer. She's like, you yeah. hit a deer? No, I got hit I by hit a by deer. deer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, it's, it is good. And you start, yeah. and Rory stands up for herself. That's what she does. Yeah. She stands up for herself. She's had it. She's done. She's done playing everybody's mm-hmm. stupid games. You know, she's, she works just as hard as they do. Yeah. She's just as capable as they are. And it's just because she, she's a transfer and hasn't been part of that world since. Right. How long. Well, not only that, but it's kind of like, that's the world. Like, yes, the school is good and that's what they wanted. They want her to go to that school because obviously she has big dreams and big goals and her big goals to end up at one of the major like universities and so her mom as much as her mom like doesn't want her part of that like rich world she knows that this is the place where she needs to be to achieve those goals and so obviously Rory didn't grow up in the sense of like having like in the way that Lorelai grew up in like you have these engagements you you have these things that you go to these things that you do mm-hmm. and you don't make friends to make friends you make friends to see how you can advance in your life you know eventually. connections you don't make <laughs> yeah. friends you make connections exactly and it, it ends up being kind of like a business transaction where it's like okay cool like I'm gonna put you in my back pocket because I may need you like later in life you know not like right. hey you're my friend and we're in high school school like let's hang out (laughs) which you know in the way that you see like Paris Paris grew up that way Paris is she's very much like if you're in my life it's because I I need you for a specific reason not because I want you to be my friend you know yeah and you know it's funny is like you watch Paris as like the way she kind of um kind of I mean she kind of morphs and changes a lot Mm -hmm, through and I think Rory has a lot to do with that because Rory shows her a different way to live Mm -hmm. you know you've got you know she talks about like the like Paris has showed up to the town a few times and seeing how Rory's relationship with her mom like Mm -hmm. Lorelai hugs Paris at one point yeah (laughs) Lorelai's like unclench the fist honey (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know, and Paris is so focused on everything else because if she she can focus on everything else because her home life is just sounds like it's a disaster half the time. She has all this right. money, but her parents, her parents are just yeah. they're gone all the time. And she's been raised by a nanny. She has a better relationship with her nanny than she does with her parents. She loves her nanny, which she loves I nanny. I kind of I mean it makes me kind of sad because it's kind of like well that sucks if she doesn't have the relationship with her parents, but at the same time it kind of like I kind of like love her relationship with her nanny um I mean you don't see a lot of it but when you do see it you see that she just absolutely adores her and adores her family Portuguese to her nanny (laughs) right (laughs) just calls her nanny she doesn't give her she's just nanny and then she even when she's right even when she gets into her college years she still calls her nanny and she still she She called her for help exactly yeah 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 so, and it's interesting. So, like, and I think Rory has a lot to do with Paris's changes over the years and stuff. Oh, definitely. You've got Madeline and Louise, who mm-hmm. I love Madeline Louise. I really do. <laughs> I do, yeah. I don't know why, but I love Madeline and Louise. Yeah. They, I they think they're kind up. of like, it's kind of, one, it's it's funny that 
that's who Paris's like friends are because they're the socialites. The two socialites like who, yeah, it's she's friends with the two socialites <laughs> who are going to make great trophy wives. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that's really what they're going to do is they're going to make great trophy wives. And Paris right. hangs out, and maybe it's because Paris feels superior. Right. You know, like at the time, there's like Probably. she doesn't want to align herself with people that might actually challenge her. Mm-hmm. But Rory does, and I exactly. think that's kind of why Paris is at first just like I don't want anything to do with this person. Like, right? Like we're don't, we're not going to talk to her. Like we don't like her. Like she's not in our circle. Um, yeah. And it's kind of funny because I know, like at one point, they kind of find themselves like starting to be friends. And you can tell both of them are super hesitant of like, right. uh, I don't know what this is. And I don't know well, if I like them it. a while to call each other friends. Oh, like, yeah. It's like, we're like in the friend-ish realm. realm? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, well, it's like, you know what it is, is Rory has the same drive that Paris does, but without yes. all the extra like parental crap. Yep. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Paris kind of helps rory a lot too i know rory helps her a lot to kind of like loosen up especially when paris gets asked out on a date and she doesn't even realize it (laughs) yes and then she asks rory to go in the closet (laughs) oh i love that But I love when she like go hide in the couch. She's like, okay. And when you get home, you need a new therapist because when you got really not helping. (laughs) Oh man, I love it. I think it's so good. And she was, you know, she's like, Paris, you just got asked out. And she's like, I did. Like, was it good? What I say? Yeah, was it good? Yeah. And she's like, dang it, I got asked out and I missed it. (laughs) But that just shows like who she is, like as a person, she is just goal driven and like nobody's going to get in her way. And even she says that, you know, she she says that throughout, like, again, as she, as she gets older and they go into their college years and it's just like, you know. I think it's funny as she realizes Jamie, you know, who the guy who asked her out, Mm -hmm. she goes, the Princeton man, I could live with that. (laughs) (laughs) Like what college he goes to. <laughs> right. And then it's really funny when he does and he comes to pick her up and he they talk about the the Zagat guide. Yes. And yeah. I just think that's so funny. And I don't know, I really liked Jamie for her. I thought he was a really good like match. He was her. a great first boyfriend for yes, her. Yes, yeah. He really was. He, he really... was a great first boyfriend. He was yeah. so patient with her and like all her little you know he liked and... her weirdness and quirks <laughs> and all that so. and it just kind of made me sad in the sense that she couldn't get past like her own flaws enough to really see that he really liked her for her like he yeah. liked her for all her weirdness you know right and, and she just well then she talks about too like she talks about she went to go visit his family for christmas and thanksgiving mm-hmm. Or Christmas, not Thanksgiving, just Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. And how, like, because, you know, Paris is Jewish. And so right. she sees, she gets to actually experience Christmas, not only Christmas, but Christmas with a family. Family. And yeah. even, like, obviously, you know, being Jewish doesn't mean she doesn't experience holidays or anything, obviously. Right, but, right. like, it's different, like, family oriented. Like, mm-hmm. her mom probably wouldn't even be in town half the time during, mm-hmm. um, during the time that you know hanukkah is being celebrated right 
Well, and half the time when she mentions her parents, they're usually gone on some trip or cruise or or something. So yeah, they're not even there on regular right. days. <laughs> right. So. so she's yeah, and then so now she gets to experience like something totally different, but it's the family aspect that she talks about, and then mm-hmm. she talks about how like she got to debate, you know, Christ with his dad or grandpa, right. or grandpa, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know she got to have those moments and. You know, and to her, it meant a lot, not just, you know, mm-hmm. it was just having family time. Like, Paris is desperate for family. Yes. Yeah. That, that's very true. I think that's very true. And, um, but yeah, it's really interesting when you see how everybody's relationships kind of collide with one another, you know, and how mm-hmm. Rory helped her a lot with her relationship with, Jamie and then you know eventually Paris kind of comes to Rory's aid later on in like season one between Jess and Dean season two oh yeah season two sorry just kidding season two no it's okay season two I really <laughs> want to talk about that too because I watched that episode yesterday and I was like god it's, oh so yeah. many things um <laughs> but before we get into yes. Rory and Dean because you and I have a lot of things to say about this that are oh, I think a lot of people are not going to agree with us no um <laughs> that's okay because we're allowed to have our opinions um <laughs> but I want to talk about first mm-hmm. um I feel like we should talk about Christopher first oh god yeah i know i know <laughs> let me just bring it down um, right <laughs> um he is not a favorite <laughs> oh I, at all by how, do I, how do i loathe thee let me count the ways um seriously so yeah. he shows up first time we see him season one episode 15 the mm-hmm. title of the episode is christopher returns um so the first time we see him he just rolls into town yeah. on a motorcycle like just yep. shows up like he might as well be wearing a little cape like yeah. he's just like a little effing hero in and it's like <laughs> in his mind but like even rory like jumps the chance and uh-huh. Lorelai kind of gets excited there's something about him that just like yeah enchants the two of them and for yeah. the life of me i can't figure out what it is I think personally, I think it's because he's kind of like, um, gosh, how can I say it? It's kind of like he is their, in their eyes, he's like their missing piece to their puzzle that they have. And no matter how hard or how many times they try to fit him in, he eventually it's kind of like that puzzle piece where you're like I'm gonna make it fit like and you're yeah. it kind of sort of fits but you know it doesn't go there um yeah but you just you're at your wits end of like I don't know where else to put this damn piece right. you know, <laughs> you know and, and so I get I get I, the appeal from Lorelai's point of view right he's her link to the past and it's gonna sound weird mm-hmm. because it's not it's just kind of like a thought like you and I both have siblings and yes. neither one of them have siblings, like Lorelai or Christopher. They're only children as far as... No, I think so. Or does Christopher have a brother? I think I he has a sibling. I think he has one sibling, but I'm not positive. I can't remember. But in a weird way, because they grew up to... You know, you grow up with somebody mm-hmm. from like kindergarten on. Right. There's still this interesting link to your childhood that experienced... You know, obviously different childhoods because they grew up in different homes. But mm-hmm. it was like... 
it's not it's a little bit more than a friend but not quite a sibling i mean obviously because you know right i don't mean yeah. to make it, i'm not trying to make it gross or anything i promise <laughs> it's, just like, it's that kind of like childhood connection that you mm-hmm. only get with somebody you grow up with that's true and i mean when you do when they do um a lot of their like flashbacks it does you know they do go back to even before she got pregnant you know they do go back to where her and Christopher do have a lot of memories together and they did spend a lot of time together. And I mean, I'm pretty sure their parents, those, they were the ones that were supposed to end up together. And I get that. But at the same time, like, even though after she got pregnant, you know, and, you know, cause Richard, her Lorelai's dad likes to bring it up a lot that, you know, he was, he was ready to marry her. And And it's like, well, just because he was ready to marry her doesn't make him the one that she needed to be with, you know? Exactly. And, and not only that, but getting married, you know, and like Lorelai said, she's like, I was 16, dad. Like, right. I'm like, not getting married at 16. Like, right. I, was like, I don't blame her. <laughs> no, I don't blame her either. And it's just kind of, but again, it's just that one, that's the world that her parents grew up where if, this happens this is what you do and you don't embarrass the family and by the fact that Richard also has yeah and Richard has the idea that had they gotten married they never would have split up which obviously would never be true right they probably still would have split up it just would have cost more money yeah you know it would have been you know a bigger deal and so but in Richard's mind if they had just gotten married Christopher never would have taken off. Mm-hmm. Well, but, that and then, you know, they would be a family and she wouldn't have been this embarrassment because I personally feel like they see Lorelai as an embarrassment. And as much as they love Rory and as much as they like dote on her, she is still the fact that she, her, that their only daughter got pregnant at 16. Right. You know, and they're, and, the, they're this upper class family you know they're this name they they pride themselves on their name you know she's a gilmore and you know they expect more from right from i mean these two parents are (laughs) ivy league educated parents Mm -hmm. and they somehow have a daughter who got pregnant at 16 and graduates from a community college (laughs) right well right you know (laughs) which is wrong with that but no i'm just but like they have this idea in their head like oh the kids who get pregnant at 16 are the ones in trailer parks well that's yeah. not true at all like no that doesn't clearly that's not, that's a, not true like, well it's not true it's <laughs> that's real real life that's not true uh-huh. and um you know for for them you know the fact that they have all this all this money in the world that they have and they couldn't keep their daughter from getting pregnant at 16 right exactly and yeah and you see that a lot um in Emily throughout the seasons, especially when Rory starts getting into a relationship with Jess, um, you really see Emily's like fears kind of like in when she talks to Laura, like, you know, about making right. sure that she stays away from him and, and this, you know, all of this, cause it's almost, I feel like for Emily, it's almost kind of like, Oh God, it's happening again. <laughs> well, you know, thing. you actually <laughs> see it earlier when Richard meets Dean. Oh yeah, for sure. And Richard is about ready to just lose it. I mean, yeah. he does kind of lose it. He but does, yeah. Even like you can see the fear 
with Richard when he meets Dean mm-hmm. for the first time. Uh, yeah. Richard goes to Stars Hollow and you know, and he sees Rory with this guy and everything. I mean, it's one thing mm-hmm. to have like that arbitrary, oh yeah, she's seen somebody kind of thing, but not right. like you know what I mean? It's one thing yeah. and another well, when this guy shows up, he's got a car for her. Right. You know, well it even how he's made a car, during... he must have expectations. Right. But it even kind of happens when they have like their first like family dinner when she invites Dean over to the family yes, dinner. Yes, that too. And yep. he, you know, and it's for her birthday and Rory's birthday. And, but anyways, we're kind of jumping ahead. We are jumping around. Yeah. That's okay. But anyways, it's okay. This is what we do. This is how we talk yes, about Gilmore Girls. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but, um, so I mean, yeah, obviously it's a TV show, so it's a little bit different than the way that we do our movies, uh, just because it's a TV show and there's seven seasons of this and the first three seasons we feel like are a very pivotal moment for Rory and Lorelai as their relationship and then their relationship with everybody else. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's in high school and she's starting to just experience all these things. And then, yeah, just to kind of go back to Christopher and him coming back into their lives and, you know, being kind of like this quote unquote, like knight in shining armor, because yeah, like you mentioned earlier, they absolutely like trip over themselves for him, you know? Right. And Again, like you said, I don't get the appeal of him. I don't get, I don't understand. And I think maybe for Rory, it's just because that's her dad, you know? And yeah, I get she that. She wants him to be there and she wants him to be this person. You know, she, I'm, I'm sure in her mind, she has like this idea of like who he is. And you kind of see it. And then you do see like when he does disappoint her. And right. eventually she's just, she eventually is kind of comes to terms with that and just like, all right, well, this is just who he is, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other thing too is like Lorelai ends up in a Christopher Hayes mm-hmm. and then he'll say or do something that reminds her why he doesn't live with them, why he doesn't exactly. interact with him. And then it's like, she snapped out of it. And then she's, you know, like mm-hmm. the whole thing, she ends up in that haze because she had promised Luke yeah, that she would help him paint his um, paint his diner because mm-hmm. you know, of course, the whole time she's trying to pick colors is hysterical, right. but <laughs> driving him nuts. And um, but she she had promised she'd help him, uh-huh. and then she got sucked into that Christopher Hayes and abandoned her. I mean, other yeah. than Suki, Luke is probably her best friend. Exactly. And so she abandons one of her best friends and mm-hmm. realizes what she had done and. I mean, she feels terrible and she doesn't really have an excuse. I mean, let's be real. She doesn't have an excuse. No, she really, and, and even she says that, you know, she yeah. doesn't, there's and no excuse. She knows. And so then of course she lays into Christopher for just showing up and just, you know, yep. expecting whatever. And anyways, so. Yeah. Anyways, basically what we're trying to say is, is Christopher's the worst and the you'll worst. hear us, you'll, you'll hear and, us like, say I, it over and over. I don't get, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I would think I still can't figure out. Okay. It's like, I kind of get Lorelai and Rory. I get why they really like Christopher like Mm -hmm. here and there, but like Richard and Emily, like, it's just like, they can't let go of this idea they had 16 years ago. And so they keep thinking like, oh, they're like, I think maybe on paper they make Mm -hmm. sense. 
And so which makes sense. Stuck. Mm-hmm. Which makes but sense like, that that her parents would be so fixated on that because yeah, yeah. But like That's... you think after this many years, and you see Christopher only popping in every so often because we don't know how often he pops in. Right. I mean enough that like Rory can recognize him. So right. what? <laughs> couple times a year maybe mm-hmm. and she'll just talk enough. on the phone with him yeah <laughs> right. just enough to like remind you that he exists mm-hmm. you think like after a point they'd be like he's done nothing to help raise his daughter he's mm-hmm. n- not contributed anything yeah you know what i mean like no, that's you very think true. they'd get to the point where they're like w- how would he be good for rory mm-hmm. but instead they just kind of look at you know right and she the, just at the surface right and it's kind of like, okay. And yeah, I mean, they literally change their life every time Christopher comes around. Like when, instead of doing plan A, they do plan B, you know, when Christopher's here and right. they change everything and they, you know, rearrange their life kind of for him sometimes. And yeah. And, and I mean, you definitely see that more in season two, um mm-hmm. especially towards the end and it's like can't you just stay away because you're you're ruining it for everybody like just right, go away exactly. <laughs> go, go away. away and don't come back and nobody well, likes and then, you <laughs> like you realize that you know when emily talks about luke and lorelei she <laughs> recognizes there's something there right and but it makes her crazy but mm-hmm. what she can't recognize is that luke has been a better father to rory than oh, christopher yeah. has ever been Definitely. Like Luke made sure she had her own coffee cake mm-hmm. like, for her birthday. birthday. You know, there's other things they talk about that he's done for her. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been there to, what was it? Like she'd only eat one thing when she was sick and he was yes. making it for her every day. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was he's been there. Yeah. He was definitely he's, the father. Stands up for her. Yeah. He stands up for her. He, you know, he protects her. He's, I mean, he yelled at Jess because of Rory. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, he gave just the riot act. And, uh, <laughs> he Definitely. beat up Dean for Rory. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. so it's it's interesting. Like Luke recognize. I think Luke kind of sees Rory as like kind of like a niece or a daughter, like some right. sort of someone that he does want to protect and care for because he cares a lot about Lorelai and he shows mm-hmm. up to their house and he helps fix things and right. you know like her birthday See, the thing that i love is when like yes obviously you can tell that luke does have a thing for lorelei and he does like lorelei but i like how it's separate like he doesn't his relationship with lorelei is his relationship with lorelei and then his relationship with with rory is his relationship with rory like they right are separate and he genuinely cares about Rory as a person, not because she's Lorelai's daughter. I mean, that is right. part and of it. You see that when, when uh, Luke and Lorelai, when they get into their screaming match after mm-hmm. uh, Jess and Rory end up in the car accident in season two. Right. And um, Rory, Rory's able to show up at the diner. Right. And he, he, he's fine with it. Doesn't bother right. him. Right. You know? And yeah. then, and they're able to have little conversations. Like, I think Rory tells him at one point, she's like, it wasn't his fault. Right. You know? And right. he says, yeah, I, I know, you know. Right. And, and so he she... understands that. But then, in, in you know, I mean, he also 
understands to a point where Lorelai's coming from because again that's her kid that's her daughter you know and right. th- you know they and were in an Luke even yells at her because you think I don't care about Rory like you think right. like and you know, and he kind of gets her whole- and he kind of gets her on that line when he says that because then she doesn't know what to say because she knows that he deeply cares about her you know right and so she just it's kind of at a point where he was able to kind of render her speechless for a small moment <laughs> right <laughs> when- well it is interesting so this episode is actually teach me tonight in season two episode 19 and it's hmm. you know and i think it sounds really weird but during their yelling match you can mm-hmm. tell how like how good their relationship with each other is because uh-huh. i don't know about you but it's usually the people you care about the most that you can fight the ugliest with and oh yeah really weird. no I know. Like, I know exactly what you that's, mean yeah like you can have like that's a knockout drag out fight and nope. she's you know part of it is she's terrified for her kid mm-hmm. you know luke is terrified for rory he's terrified for jess right you know, and Lorelai's looking to place blame on a 16 year old kid which really wasn't his fault you know right right and uh meanwhile Luke is terrified because he can't even find Jess he knows where they know where Rory is he can't find Jess and he's like and he he tells her he goes at least you know where she's at I gotta go find him exactly and uh, you know and I kind of like how I do like how they can both especially in this fight because obviously this is their big first like you said not drag out fight Um, but I like how they both can sit there and they can be honest without I mean obviously yeah they could they're obviously a little hurtful in what in some of the things that they're saying but at the same time they are just honest with one another and it's like they don't hold back in that sense and it's not because they're trying to be petty and you know like take a dig at one another it's just these are this is the way that they're fighting and they both have legit like concerns as to what just right. happened and what just took place. Yeah. And Lorelai obviously has her own um, problems. And I, and I feel right. like she kind of sees Jess as like Rory's Christopher in a way, you know, and she sees that, they don't have a healthy relationship, you know, as much mm-hmm. as she gets drawn to him, she knows it's not healthy and she doesn't want that for her, you know? Right. Yeah. Which you get and you understand, but at the same time, like he's a kid just like Rory is like, he's absolutely just like she is. So 16 year olds make stupid mistakes and they do stupid things. <laughs> right. You know? The best we can all do is, Make sure they don't manage to kill themselves. Like, right, yeah. I mean, or do any massive damage. Like, mm-hmm. and, you know, and having your kid in a car accident, I mean, that's scary. It's got to be terrifying. Oh, like, I'm sure. And so I get I would imagine it's terrifying because it's, you know, you think, well, I mean, what, and you, you how get, would have this been played out if Rory was driving? Exactly. And you get her concern. Her, like, her concern as a right. mother is totally valid and totally on point. But then at the same time, you also see that she, it feels kind of like because her and Rory have such a strong relationship as a mother and daughter. They don't have a normal mother-daughter relationship. So you kind of I feel like this is a moment where you kind of see that she is kind of kind of feels like she's losing kind of that that bond with Rory where it's like this isn't Rory. Like that's not how she acts. That's not who she is. But at the same time, it's like, well, 
maybe not saying like you don't like not to be cliche with the whole like you don't know your kid as well as you think you do right it kind of is because she's never they've never had to go through this part just yet because of Rory's relationship with Dean was is totally different than her friendship that she has with Jess right now and Dean I mean not that he's the best because he's not he's not he's not i don't want to hear it from anybody i don't want to hear dean was the best boyfriend no and i we're gonna get to that because we've got facts yo yes (laughs) because i mean if you look at it i mean sure he's not your typical like bad boy in the way that jess is the way that they make jessica like seem so i get that part but at the same time he's not the best boyfriend for her and he was not like the number one like he's not the one that you base all future boyfriends off of like no he's just not (laughs) um and we have we have our reasons why and we've got a lot of reasons why a lot of reasons yeah and a lot of it i mean i don't know a lot of it just has to do with He's just a terrible person. I'm sorry. I guess we can talk about it now. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Let's talk about this. Okay, so I hear a lot on the internet, there's a lot of Team Dean out there. Mm -hmm. And all I got to say is, watch the show as an adult. Yes. I think different, like, I think if you watched it when it aired, which I didn't, even though I feel like the show would have done me a lot of good. Because Rory's the same age as you and me. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you noticed that. She graduated in 2003, mm-hmm. which is when you and I graduated. So she and yeah. I are the same age. And so I wondered, like, if I watched this, I would have been more inclined to, like, look more into, like, colleges and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, but anyways. Had more I motivation. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, a lot of people talk about how great Dean is. Mm-hmm. And even Lorelai sings his praises. And I'm like, oh, yeah. No. Right. Like, really? So, but but at the same time in the very very beginning she was not she wasn't super and I think a lot of it just has to do because this was obviously like Rory's first like boyfriend first crush like person that she really really liked you know right and because in the beginning when he's over at the house she kind of Lorelai does kind of set the tone of like this is my daughter this is like my house, like my rules type mm-hmm. of thing. And you will respect that or you won't right. be like, you won't be welcomed. And basically like you have the whole town, like watching you. Yes. You know, yep. Yep. <laughs> so she's not exactly pro Dean in the very beginning, but as right. time goes on and she realizes, um, you know, just that her daughter. And I'm sure like for the most part, cause obviously like the show only shows us conflict because that's yes. the whole point of it though. <laughs> But, like, the conflict they show makes yeah. Dean Dean's behavior grates on me big time. Oh, and God, yes. I think one of the... I Even early on in season one, episode 16, with Star-Crossed Lovers mm-hmm. and Other Strangers, when... And that's the episode where Dean tells Rory she lo- or he loves her, mm-hmm. and she doesn't say it back. And rather than him be like, hey it's okay like you know you'll feel your feelings when you feel your feelings kind of thing right. like, which would be like a normal mature reaction you're like you don't mm-hmm. say I love you expecting the other person to that's not how it works like right. you love that person regardless and he yeah. dumps her yeah so like right away you're kind of like okay so 
Like that's kind so of shitty. The- <laughs> yeah, you say you love her, but then you just dump her because uh-huh. she doesn't immediately say the words back. Like, yeah, you know that's like, not okay. Why? Yeah, uh-huh. and anyways, and I think that's kind of one of the first ones re- to me. You kind of see like, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and then he gets he gets so riled up so easy and it's even at the end of season one mm-hmm. uh, where he goes to see her at school or go pick her up yes. and then he's already getting huffy and pissy and then because she has Tristan, to yell at him because she's right. holding her books and it's like really right. <laughs> yeah he doesn't like, ask to find out what's going on no he just gets huffy and pissy until she tells him that she loves him and then suddenly everything's right in his world Right. But then at the same time, I'm like, I don't, I feel like I don't really think she does love him. I think she wants to, I think she wants to love him and she knows that that's what he needs to hear in order for everything to be okay between them. I don't know about that. I can Mm. see her at least thinking she's in love with him. Yeah. Whether she is or is, I could see her at least thinking that she is. Mm -hmm. So and I think she does, for the most part, enjoy her time with him. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do think they do enjoy it. I mean, obviously, they enjoy their time right. with one another. But at the same time, I don't know if she's starting to kind of see. Because, again, as as it goes on, and especially when Jess is around, is when you yes. really see his whole... Everything about Dean changes. Controlling <laughs> and yeah, it's kind no, of like... Super- Rolling. Yeah, and it's kind of like the Tristan thing is kind of like a pre what is it? A pre a pre precursor. Yes, to how he actually is. And especially- right. And you see that was it season two and it was um episode five, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, not episode five. Was it? No, episode seven, like mother like daughter. Yeah. And that's when um nope that's not it either what am i doing i'm totally messing up here i think i had it written down oh episode nine runaway little boy yeah there you go yeah runaway little boy episode nine and that's the one where they're doing the romeo and juliet and tristan is her is the romeo to rory's juliet and yeah like dean decides he has to be there for her school rehearsal for this. Mm-hmm. Just because it takes what? her in stars. Hall. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just because yeah. it's there and Tristan is going to be there. Uh-huh. So it's a school project, which she tells him it's a school project. Yep. Chill out. Yeah. And then he's there and hovering and huffing. And of course, of course, Tristan <laughs> decides he's going to poke the bear because I would have done the same of thing. Course. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I would have absolutely done the same thing. I would have poked the bear too because it's like, he's so easy. He's made himself such a target. Yeah. And like, but he's like trying to use his size and huffy and getting shitty. And it's like, mm-hmm. she's just trying to do her schoolwork. What are you doing? Go away. Right. And, and, she, uh, and she realizes that and she realizes what Dean's doing. And then she realizes what Tristan's doing. And she's basically like telling Tristan, like, you're not making it any better. But then at the same time, it's like, well, it's not really like his place to make anything better. It's your boyfriend. That right. You get Tristan his- has to be there. Dean doesn't go away. Right, Dean. Exactly. And she, does, she kicks him out. But like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. If it was me, I would have dumped him and be like, now you have no reason to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and like a that part of like- me kind of wishes like Tristan could have stuck around, but he ended up the actor, um, yes. Chad, Michael Murray, I think is who it is. Yeah. Anyways, he got the, um, 
he ended up working for one one tree hill so that so he got a new job basically is what mm-hmm. happened but because um, i did like him in the beginning i did not like him i thought he was really nobody liked him in the beginning uh, i liked him later on yeah but, like yeah as he yeah. he kind of he was starting to have some character development and um it kind of sucks that you know obviously he he chose to go somewhere else but i mean obviously that was a much better career choice for him because i don't right. think it would have been as big it's a lead but anyways that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i get it i get it but at the same time it was kind of nice to see his character kind of developing away from who he originally started out and Tristan wasn't all awful. Like it no. went, like he did take Paris out just mm-hmm. because Rory had asked him. Right. And he was nice to Paris. Like he wasn't a dick. Like he was right. nice to Paris. He took her out on a nice trip. You know, and yeah, like it made you know, Paris right. did thought there'd be more, which right. it happens. But like he wasn't mean to her. Like, right. And he tried and it's just I mean He did. And he, he gave it an effort. Like he right. he put an attempt to it. And it's not his fault that he didn't like Paris in that regard because I mean you don't have to like everybody who likes you you know and so but yeah like you said he wasn't a jerk about it he didn't make her feel awful or or anything like that and he didn't even say anything to Paris about you know oh it was Rory's idea or whatever until until afterwards right (laughs) yeah and i don't like he still was nice like during the date like she talked about it was a nice date like she didn't Mm -hmm. have any complaints like he wasn't a jerk no so like he still like he still did it and then was a nice guy about it too but yeah so that was kind of the first thing where like dean and Mm -hmm. yeah um, and you just saw his temper. He was just very short-tempered. And I'm not sure if, I mean, obviously, I guess that's the way that they wanted him to play the character. Because it really sucks. Because I really love the actor. Well, <laughs> I do like the actor. I know as, <laughs> I know recently he's gotten into some trouble uh, with DUIs and, and a few things like that. So, I mean, he's a troubled person. But, I mean, as an actor, because I do. <laughs> Oh, he's anyway. supernatural. He does pretty good in that one. Right. That's more and so, yeah. So I mean, like as a person um, and as an actor, I do like him. And it's just this character. I just I wanted to like him. And maybe as a teen, I might have liked him, you know, as as a boyfriend for Rory. But I guess as an mm-hmm. adult and as a mother myself, I'm like, uh, no, there's so many red flags in here. Like, there's so many moments where he just goes from zero to 60 and it's like, whoa, yeah. dude, like you need a to just get a task it season two, episode 13. Yes. That one. It's right about that episode. No. Yes. Is that that mm-hmm. one? Yes. It's that episode where I have lost all faith in Dean. Yeah. And I like, I get it. I get it. Once again, Jess, just like Tristan, Jess right. saw an easy target. Oh yeah. Just saw someone that he can just he can poke the bear. Mm-hmm. And of course Jess is gonna poke the bear. Right. That's who he is. He gets to risk who he is. Uh-huh. And in the end, he gets to have lunch with Rory. Mm-hmm. Like and so of course he antagonizes Dean and like, yeah, that's not okay. Like I, I get that. It's not right. an okay thing to do. But Dean, like, he doesn't try and let Rory talk. Mm-mm. He tries to talk for her, make decisions for her. 
Yeah. And then even she's like, uh, no, like I'm going with him. And then like he tries to tell her no. And then, and then he decides <laughs> to do one thing that I, I know you and I talked about. Then. And then <laughs> yes. he goes crawling to mommy. Yes. And it the fact that he goes to Lorelai mm-hmm. bugs the ever-loving shit out of me. Yeah. Because it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. It is not your job. Your relationship's between you and Rory. Figure mm-hmm. it out. Right, exactly. Like, I have, like, I've dated in the past. I have never once in my entire life Mm-mm. gone to a parental unit of somebody I've dated to try and fix a problem. Right. Like, the only time <laughs> I, mean, I can see myself doing that would be now I would maybe go to my in-laws if, like, my husband's life was in danger and he was choosing to do something stupid. Exactly. Like, there's a time and a place for it, and this was not the time or the place no. for it. Because it's just the fact that he is insecure he is controlling he's upset that this guy and i mean like we said or like you said i get it like it's annoying like it bugs me the way that jess was acting like i i was like oh my god enough dude but at the same time (laughs) totally goading him (laughs) oh yeah it's like you know what you're doing but like you said the thing is is that i get his frustration with jess but the fact that he doesn't allow Rory to talk or explain or mm-hmm. or anything and is just basically like, no, you're doing this and you're going to tell him no and we're not doing that. And you're basically going to come with me and that's it. You know, like yeah. that's the only way I'm going to be happy. That's the only way it's going to be fine. And it's kind and of- just called him out on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, I can't remember the full phrase that he used, but he basically what he said is he called, called Dean a name, which is a guy who- um, who's a ventriloquist mm-hmm. and then he said why don't you let you know and instead of saying rory's name it was the name of the dummy uh-huh. yeah it's like how about you let her talk basically yeah so mm-hmm. it was this whole thing he called him out on it like you're not the one to talk for her like right. she's the one who's going to make the decision and you know you could probably if she had just looked at jess and be like i'm sorry like i i'll just mm-hmm. go you know i'm gonna go with dean like I would imagine maybe Jess probably would have tried to convince her, but he wasn't right. about ready to make a decision for her. No. Yeah. And the fact that, I mean, I think a lot of why Rory ended up doing it was because of the fact that Dean was being so controlling and was basically telling her, this is what you're going to do. And she's kind of like, no, like you don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. So yeah. and to be honest, that was me. I'd absolutely do the opposite thing. Oh yeah, I'd be like, oh, you don't want 100%. me. To go? Okay, I'm oh, gonna go. Not go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because you think like, yeah, no, that would not. I'm sorry, but no, you can talk to me like an adult. You don't get to sit here and tell me what I can and can't do because right, that's not cool. <laughs> no. Especially when you're in a relationship, and especially when it's not going to harm you, and it's kind of like that's the that's the game like you bid on a basket if somebody outbids you that's what it is like right and I also love that I love that episode because I also love how Luke comes to Lorelai's rescue (laughs) (laughs) all the other men that are bidding on her basket he's like what's in there two pop tarts and a slim (laughs) gym totally knows what's gonna be oh yeah (laughs) and like but she runs to him and like he's like oh this is so stupid but like he goes anyways and he does it yeah and then like rather than abandon her he sits and has lunch with her i mean he brings out real food but (laughs) (laughs) 
much with her. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that he just, he's like, all right, you know, it's fine, mm-hmm. you know. But, and I also liked how he's like, well, who did you want to bid on your basket? And that's when she tells people. <laughs> <laughs> but see, okay, so this is my problem with Lorelai. And I love her and I love, I love the relationship that her and Luke have before it's a relationship. Um, yeah. So I guess their they're friendship, but you could tell that they both wanted to be a little something more. So it's kind of like a relationship more than a friendship, but what bugs me and what kind of really irritates me is that I feel like Luke has always been kind of like her second choice where she knows he's always going to be there, whether yeah. if it's, to be with him, you know, more than a friend or even there as a friend. Cause again, like we mentioned earlier in season one, when she basically ditched him for Christopher, when Christopher came into mm-hmm. town and it, and she knows she knew she messed out because she went back and she apologized, you know, and she realizes that, yeah, she let him down. She let down her friend, you know? Right. And, And then, you know, and then it just kind of shows like who Luke is as a person, because again, in this part with the basket and, you know, she runs to him and she's like, I need your help. Like you need to help me and, and kind of like save me from this. Cause I can't stop. Taylor's like, whatever, like (laughs) he's just letting it go. (laughs) Right. And and the fact that, you know, Luke does go out and, and as stupid as he thinks it is and as dumb as like some of these, you know, town activities are he knows that it makes her happy you know and yeah he wants that for her and he wants her to be happy whether if it's with him or somebody else you know and then especially during her whole engagement almost marriage to max and i'm sorry i know we kind of focused on don't like max (laughs) but can we just talk about that for a minute because i cannot for the life of me what figure out why they even thought that was a good idea because they had one they had absolutely no chemistry there was nothing i can't figure it out like i see them together and i'm like i and it's like, it was it because they liked the drama, the fact that it was Rory's teacher and it was a children's teacher, which, okay, I get fine. Again, it, it makes for good TV, I guess. But at the same time, it's like, at least make sure that there's something there. Because I feel like one, it was very forced. Like, it's kind of like, okay, well, she's the, the hot single mom and right. he's the teacher. And so, of course, like, sure, like, why not? Let's put this together, you know? And, um... But I don't know. I just, I didn't like it. I've never liked it. Even when I very first started watching the show, I'm like, that's, that's not right. Like they don't go together. No, they don't. <laughs> they like, you see her with Max mm-hmm. and they're walking. Like when he shows up um, in town during when it snowed and they're uh-huh. walking and you're like, okay. But then you see her with moments with Luke uh-huh. and it's so different. And you're like, it is. It's How comfortable. Do you not see that? It is. And like, but you see her, like, I don't get the max attraction at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's like the studious thing. The right. professor. I don't right. know. I don't get it. And like, you see them um, on the breakup part two, uh-huh. which is in season one, uh, season one, episode 17. That's after Rory and Dean break up. Mm-hmm. And she goes back to his place to say like, oh, I'm still not over you. Right. And like, 
they like are passionate and he like flips a table and I'm like, Ugh, I God, <laughs> I don't even see it. Like the whole time I'm like, there's, I, I know. Nope. I nope. just don't see it. I don't feel the chemistry. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the passion. I and even get it. when he did the whole like thousand daisy like thing too, it's like, I, and normally I'm a sucker for things like that. Like, I love that. I think it's adorable. I think it's cute. But for some reason in this one, I was just like, that's not cute. Like, I don't, it doesn't, no, and it doesn't give me like the warm fuzzies and it doesn't make me feel like, oh, like they could have a happy ending, you know, whatever. Right. And it's kind of like, like realizing Lorelai's told nobody about the engagement. Right. You know, and then like, and even when his parents uh and like all this and and then like later when he was supposed to be moving in and he still didn't have a key mm-hmm. and you're like see that's how I feel about that relationship the whole time is like yeah. that's <laughs> something I want like out there right <laughs> well and the fact that like Suki was more excited about their wedding than she was and that's the fact that he got the bake Right, that too. But I mean, like she was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that." And I mean, obviously, that's that's who Suki is, just because. Again, yeah, like you said, she that's her thing. She likes to do that, and she gets really excited, and she wants Lorelai to be happy, and she wants Lorelai to have a marriage, and you know all of that. But it's kind of like even. Yeah, and then when she doesn't mention, and and I get her not wanting to mention to her mom and stuff, but see, and that I don't like when you're getting engaged and getting mm-hmm. married. Like, you gotta tell your mom. Like, right. <laughs> all right, like she's been going to dinner with at her mother, her parents' house every week for Fridays for more than a year by this point, mm-hmm. and she's engaged, and now she won't even tell her parents. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is she ashamed? Does she not actually, you know, and clearly yeah. she obviously didn't really want to marry him. I think she liked the idea of marriage. Oh, for sure. Someone stable. Well, but yeah. that is not well, the right guy. Even um, to kind of, again, just kind of take it back to season one a little bit. And during <laughs> uh, Cinnamon's Week, which if you don't know who Cinnamon is, yes. that is uh, Babette's cat who had passed away. Um, yeah. So I love Babette. I love her. She's so funny. But there's a moment in there when, you know, Babette and Lorelai are having a conversation and she, you know, her cat passed away and she's worried about her and Maury's like relationship Mm -hmm. and stuff, you know, and Lorelai is kind of a little honest at this point where she wants to get married. She wants somebody to love her with, um, you know, even in despite of all her craziness and her weirdness and her, you know, just she knows she's eccentric. She knows she's a lot. She knows that she is not a normal like person, if you will, <laughs> you know, right. and she understands that, you know, and even at one point uh, Babette tells her, you know, she's like, well, with an ass like that. <laughs> and Lorelai is <laughs> like, yeah, but I want somebody to love me for more than just my ass. <laughs> and it's kind of like so yeah I do agree with you when you said you know I think she likes the idea of being able to get married and to have somebody there but Max was not it definitely no and neither was Christopher for that matter (laughs) no definitely not um but yeah so and I and then it just yeah it bugs me when 
she's at her bachelorette party. And even then it's like, she wasn't even really excited about that. Um, I feel like it almost would have made more sense if she called Luke. Yeah. And the fact that she called she Christopher. Calls Christopher, you know, what it is he he's back to the familiar. It's the uh-huh. familiar. It is the familiar and the childhood thing. And all. Anyways. and the, we should have like, you know, kind of like it should have been us, but it's not us. Right. Like, she knows. Now, I do have to say is it's in one of the one of those episodes. I can't remember the one where she calls him at the bachelorette party or what. But it was the one where um, Rory and Lorelai and Max. Uh-huh. And they and Dean, they all go on that group date. And I have to say, oh, it's yeah. probably one of Dean's time where he shines. Yes. Where he gives Max all these, like, a tips. Rundown. Uh-huh. It's really funny. Like, it's a really great moment. And he's like, you know, don't, you know, don't try and talk to them after 9 p.m. And, you know, uh-huh. a deep conversation. And, and he goes and talk to the pepperoni. and Right. And if they eat too much, like, it's always going to be your fault. And just go with right. it. You know. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, do you, you know, do they know your favorite ice cream flavor?" Yeah, he goes, "Why?" And he goes, and then Lorelai shows up with his ice cream. Right. He's, he's like, like "But I didn't want this." I know. <laughs> and it's like, "Well, so they tell like, you what you I want." Say, this is probably one of Dean's best moments. Yes, I and agree. Then, I'm totally going to bring it back to Dean because I really, really want to talk about this. Yes, yes. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, there's the rub, season two, episode sixteen. So uh-huh. I want to talk to one. Because of the relationship we have with Lorelai and Emily in this. And then the second is Dean in this episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. If anybody likes Dean, rewatch this episode. Yes. And then, because this will kill it. Because it's, oh, it's so, it makes me so mad. So This like, is where their relationship him. shows just how toxic he is. He's really toxic. Yes. Like, so Rory wants her own evening by herself because Lorelai is off at a spa with her mom. So, and like Paris crashes at first, which of course Paris does. It's Paris, Paris. Paris can't take them for an answer. <laughs> Paris will not be denied. So, and like, so, um, and she told, and like at first Dean was like, yeah, no, that's totally fine. You have your night to yourself. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And then, so then of course, like Jess shows up with food, which yeah. is kind of hysterical. Like he right. plays it off that Luke sent him, which is totally believable. Like right. that is absolutely Luke yes. would do and you're like oh okay so Luke sent him and of course Jess is going to invite himself because that's what Jess does, Just does yeah and so then Rory kind of to you know ease up on that she keeps Paris there which mm-hmm. I I get like I understand right. like she doesn't really she's not ready to be alone with Jess mm-hmm. I mean she has a picnic that, but that was that was outside where everyone could see versus right. home alone but that and I also feel like she feels that if Paris is there then if this was to ever come back to Dean she could say well it wasn't just me and Jess and I always feel like she has to have some kind of neutral party there in order Mm -hmm. to diffuse Dean right and I think what I love is when the three of them are sitting out you know sitting around eating dinner Mm -hmm. and how you can tell how highly intelligent Jess is uh-huh. because he is going toe to toe with Paris. Yes. And like, there's no fear there. He is, he's totally holding his mind. own. <laughs> he's holding his own. Uh-huh. And like, you can see why Rory does like Jess. Oh, he's for not sure. an idiot. Like, yeah. He's angry because not his dumb. <laughs> personal life, well, right. his personal life is a mess. Right. His mother shipped him off to his uncles. His uncle has almost no idea what the hell he's doing, but he's doing <laughs> Right. And then, like, he's in a town or he doesn't feel a part of the town. Nobody's made him feel welcome except for Rory. Right, exactly. And Dean's sure as shit hasn't, like, tried to befriend him. Mm-hmm. Well, I know at one point 
there was a fight that Jess had gotten into and he did try and help Jess, you know. Well, he tried to break up the fight, whether he's helping Jess or not. True, but, but you know, no. but then at the same time, it was kind of like, instead of, I mean, okay, so he was trying to break up the fight, but then Jess started swinging at Dean and that's when he's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, right. And, and so like, I, I, help you. I get that. I get that part, you know, but anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. But so, no, he really did you know, it kind of a friend. Right. Or, or and anyway. then all of a sudden Dean calls and now he can't stand that she's by herself. And he's you know what he mm-hmm. wants. He's grown up with ice cream. He's gonna plan to hang out as long exactly. as he can at that place. Exactly. You know, because Lorelai's gone. Like, you know what his plan is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, No, no, like and then of course she's like, Okay, just bye. And he's like, Oh, who is that on the phone? <laughs> but like you can see it's the way Rory complete, she was totally relaxed, having a good time, right. and now she's and panicked. Completely, she's panicked and she's terrified. Yes, and that right there is why the that switch flipped in me. I was like, I can't, I don't, I can't agree with Dean ever. Yeah, because the moment he's now scared her, mm-hmm. like that's not good. Like you shouldn't yeah. be scared of your your partner. And like maybe she, you know, she, yeah, she's like, oh, I'm trying to avoid a fight. You're yeah. trying to avoid being yelled at, which is, you shouldn't have to do that, you know? Right. No, you really shouldn't. So she's panicked. And then, of course, like, Dean's right there at the door when she tries to kick Jess out. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can tell she's scared. She's scared. She's legitimately scared to the point where Paris, who can't pick up on a social cue to save her life, right. has picked up on the fact that Rory is terrified and then totally covers for her. Yes. And yeah, that's true. Like, and then Rory jumps on it like a dog on a bone. And like, she's, she's like, oh my like, God. This lifeline, and I'm going to bring it all as far as I can. Uh huh. It's, like, it's, oh, it no, makes I know. me so bad. Yeah. I no, know, I know. I, I, exactly. And then even after, and she pacifies him, and she's trying, you know, after Paris, um, leaves and they're like oh so yeah that's what i meant yeah when she yeah. leaves the room and he's like so you know paris and jess on she's like yeah you know like that is what it is kind of thing and right. even though and she tries to tell him like okay we'll go ahead and stay like i hate how he's like no i'm just gonna leave and it's like why like you caused this huge scene you made everybody super uncomfortable and now you're just gonna like leave like you're better than he leaves to be honest but it's the fact that his little ego was so bruised and he is such a man child and it just oh that just i don't know that just bugged the shit it bugs me me. and yeah i can't stand it that whole episode i'm like wow that is a major like red flag and the fact that she still stays with him after that is just mind-blowing I mean again I get it it's tv it's drama whatever but the fact that there's still people that are like oh Jess was so or Dean was so good to her and it's like no he really wasn't wasn't. he wasn't from the very very beginning and even like I had mentioned to you earlier um when we were talking before we started but there was a scene for me and it's, I want to say it's um, one, I want to say it's either the third episode um, where she's at the grocery store because she helped him get the job at, or not helped him, but just directed him like who to go talk to for the job at um, 
Dosi's market. Um, and so she goes in because she, you know, is kind of starting to feel like maybe she does have like a crush on him and she does kind of like mm-hmm. him and whatever. So she goes into the store. She makes up a really weird reason to go into the store. And um, so she goes in and, you know, she's checking out and he, she doesn't have enough money. And so then he offers, you know, that he would pay for the other item that she got. And she says, no, it's okay. And I can't remember exactly what he says to her, but he literally stands in front of her and asks her a question. And I don't know, to me, it seems like she's really uncomfortable and maybe it could be played off as like, oh, well, you know, she's talking, you know, she kind of likes him and she wants to be like, she's shy or whatever in front of her. Right, she's shy. But I don't know, just the way that he stands in front of her and makes it to where she can't leave there's just something in me that's just like, no, like, I don't yeah. like that at all whatsoever. Like, that just totally rubbed me the wrong way. And to me, that felt kind of like the first, like, red flag of who he is. Mm-hmm. And he's not the great first boyfriend that everybody wants to make him out to be. And even, yeah. you know, Lorelai kind of, and again, I think a lot of it just has to do with the fact that Jess is more rough. Jess is more... Um, he's it's more apparent like Dean is like the snake in the grass yes and Jess is the bull charging yep and so like I get it like Jess is Jess isn't amazing either he definitely has his own issues he's got his own thing he's got his flaws Mm -hmm. now I think personally out of the whole series as a whole he has the best growth as a person yes Um, I will agree with that and I think you know and we'll talk about it more because obviously Mm -hmm. it's going to be more next part Mm -hmm. but like he left and I think that was probably the best thing oh so he could be his own person but outside of her (laughs) I mean we're talking teenage Jess he's a teenager and teenage boys are a nightmare to begin Mm -hmm. with and so uh, trust me I had two brothers (laughs) um they're kind of a nightmare to begin with. And then you throw it on top of the fact that his mother's a mess. Mm-hmm. His mother shipped him off here. You know, and I kind of mentioned this earlier too, is like now he's the new kid in a new town, not even with his parents, no family other than his uncle. Mm-hmm. And like everyone expects him to just be chill. Are you yeah. kidding me? Right. Like, I'd be an angry teenager doing pranks on this crazy little town too. Like, right. I think and it's the not outline is hysterical. <laughs> like, of course he's going to rile up Taylor. Once again, he finds his easy targets. Taylor's an easy target. Yeah. And like, so like, I get it. Like I get where his angst is coming from. I totally understand. Like, it's not something that's going to be cured overnight. Right. But like when he is with Rory, he's nice to her. He's courteous. He, you know, and like, I mean, it can be argued when the party uh, mm-hmm. that was three where, you know, and, and everything was really kind of coming to he- coming to a head for Jess at that point anyways. Uh-huh. But like, even when Rory um, told him no and to stop, he did. He right. did stop. And yes. he's like, you know, and he was just, he kept everything so bottled up. I mean, he's found out he's got to repeat high school. Mm-hmm. Like, and he hasn't told anybody and he knows that the fact that he's failing he's gonna lose out on his girlfriend he's gonna lose out on his uncle Mm -hmm. you know this life that he'd been living he didn't really he took it for granted he didn't and i think at that point he's realized he's taken it for granted yeah and he's all in a way and so i mean he's definitely at like a moment in his life where it's all about ready to fall apart and you Mm -hmm. see him on the bus the next day with all his stuff and he's a lot calmer and he's talking to her yeah you know and you see 
kind of like everything's happened. And so, I mean, he wasn't perfect by any means. Not even no. Close. But I have to say, when it comes to like, um, like but, personality wise, mm-hmm. like interests and stuff, mm-hmm. like the two of them shared so much. They could talk about things like, they could talk you know, about the books. books and, read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, he reads and he did. Dean is bored when he takes her to the right. bookstore. Exactly. Jess, on the other hand, goes there because he wants to look as much as she does. Right. And that, yeah, that's a good point because you see whenever she gives Dean something to read and it's kind of like, ugh, like, do I have to? Like, I don't want yeah. to. And I get it. Reading is not for everybody. Like, I totally, I totally understand that. I, I think you're wrong, but I don't understand. Like, <laughs> but at the same time you know and um but yeah like her and Jess they do connect on more of like an intellectual level because mm-hmm. he like we like you mentioned earlier he's not a dumb person like he is a no. very smart person and sometimes maybe okay like school and even he realized that you know school is not for him like he just it's boring it doesn't well, interest him boring if he maybe went to a private school, it might be a different. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say maybe if he had gone bored. somewhere. Yeah, he's bored. He's done with it. He has yeah. no intention of being there, you know. And that's not unusual. No. Like that kind of thing is not an unusual thing where someone who's a highly intelligent person and becomes bored with their school because it's it's not, not they're not learning anything. Exactly. It's not challenging, right? It's not challenging, they're not learning anything. And, and so that is not uncommon. No. And so even Rory knows that. Like even Rory has seen that where she's like, You're not a dumb person. Like, why are you right. why are you doing this? And especially when Luke wants her to be like his tutor. And right. you know, she's like kind of like why he doesn't really need it but he does because he just he is not going to graduate yeah right so and that's the thing is that she wants him to graduate so that's why she's doing it she because she knows that he can do it he's just not choosing he's just choosing not to do it um Mm -hmm. but that is something that I do like in their relationship and I'm glad and I love the fact that that is something that they carry throughout the whole like series and even with like the newer like the four newer episodes from uh, back in 2016 um they do carry that out throughout who he is yeah. like he is this intellectual person he is this person that you know he's a smart person and he's just a troubled well at the time you know when he shows up in, yeah. in this season like he is a troubled person and I mean who wouldn't yep. be like it seems like he's had a really shitty um like upbringing like and it's not his fault right. I mean you know even before his mom shipped him off she had her revolving door of men yeah she married several times and lord mm. knows how nice these guys were to him if right and, and like, so yeah stuck in this hell for mm-hmm. so long and then he's in this place that like is idyllic so cookie and cutter like, <laughs> no idea how to even deal with this yeah like, and even like you know he even kind of looks and at one point you know he kind of he talks to luke a little bit about like you know how he's pining after lorelei and you know all this stuff. So, I mean, he is a very aware person of what is going on. He's not he is. dumb. And he... Yeah. Just recognizes Luke's mm-hmm. candle he holds for Lorelai mm-hmm. just as much as he's aware of how he has the same one for Rory. Exactly. It, 
he's very aware of it. Like he gets it. He gets the draw and like, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, we can also talk about the swan, um, (laughs) the swan song, Mm -hmm. I think is what they call it or something. Anyways, um, where, you know, he's supposed to go or, you know, just goes to, uh, the, the swan yeah swan song so uh-huh. season three episode 14 where he goes to the gilmores and it's mm-hmm. just emily and emily was great at the time i think it's so funny she did yeah. so good and like <laughs> and like jess is so horribly embarrassed by this like bird who just came out of nowhere <laughs> <and> <laughs> <beaked> him. <laughs> like yeah you can look at it and be like jess just tell rory like it's not that but he doesn't want to get laughed at like right. i mean i get it like even even Luke tried not to laugh at him. <laughs> he doesn't want to get laughed at by his girlfriend. Yeah. And, like, he feels bad that, like, he was late. And, like, and I have to say, Rory didn't handle it well. No. I think Rory had an expectation in her brain. And I think mm-hmm. she could have just been, like, hey, are you okay? Right. Yeah, I'm fine. Well, what happened? I'll tell you about it later. Okay, well, let's just go have dinner. Right. And set it right. aside. She couldn't set it aside because in her brain, she immediately just thought, oh, he probably got a fight and this and that. Well, like, right. it doesn't matter. Maybe you do think that. Set it aside. You're having dinner. Mm-hmm. And Rory didn't handle that well no, at all. No. But yeah. again, I mean, she's a teenager. So what teenager does? <laughs> right. Exactly. I know. Um, but yeah. I Fair mean, enough. That's things you got to learn as an adult. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, honestly, so it's you know, if you're going to fight with that. your significant other, do it away from everything else just just yeah. save it save yeah. it to your by yourselves yeah <laughs> yeah definitely okay so kind of to bring it back to season two because i know you really really wanted to touch on this episode and it was the Bra- brace bridge dinner um oh, i love this episode <laughs> it's if you want to talk about favorite episodes this is one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. along with uh they shoot gilmore's don't they which yes. is the, um the dancing 24 hour dance marathon but yeah. yes brace bridge dinner i love the brace bridge dinner it's hysterical yeah i think having the town to anytime they have the whole town together doing something it just makes for great moments it does like, it's because so they're fun. all so weird and but it they're also so works <laughs> like, what was it banksy would use his stomach for like the drum you know like <laughs> all like got together and drank and like party yes. and had dinner and like i love how lorelei turned it into a big giant sleepover uh-huh. and like mrs kim shows up with just her purse right i got all my stuff people have too much stuff <laughs> yes and then i love how even though she doesn't have the best relationship with her parents she still in- tries to include them especially when it comes to things that are with her town because she loves her yes. town and she wants her she parents does. to kind of kind of have a little like relationship too yeah and yeah. you know and although i think it's hilarious when um it also kind of freaks her out sometimes when they go to her town, like yes. without her inviting them. And she's right. like, wait, why are you here? Right. <laughs> I, just say, I think one of my favorite moments in Brace Bridge Dinner was mm-hmm. when they're presented the soup and <laughs> Jess goes, we should have eaten before. <laughs> Luke goes, Shh, and yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But it's good. I do. I do really, really like that. Um, that episode. It's really funny. Um, but you got Kirk there, and oh, of God. course, you got Taylor, yeah, and 
I, I just, I don't know. I love it. They got them all together and Miss Patty and, oh, it's such, and it's such a Jackson great. Jackson and so his Jackson. crazy cousin and, oh, oh and then, my and then you got God. got Kirk as like, he's like trying to hold character. <laughs> <laughs> the ones, the later episodes of I Love Lucy are the best. No, they're not. <laughs> and then yes. um, Paris is there and uh-huh. Paris is kind of like, I mean, Paris is Paris. Of course, she's like, well, other than this and that, that was wrong. It's, you know. <laughs> But Paris still goes and she participates and she has a good time and like I don't know. I've I've always loved that episode. I just feel it's like just it's a very great moment. Episode. Yes. It, it is. Really and then is. they've got the uh the horse drawn sleighs and mm-hmm. all that. And I think it's actually that episode. It's it's either that one or it's a Tiscata Tasket. It's when uh-huh. Rory and Jess are together and he asks her like, well, what do you and Dean talk about? Mm-hmm. So I think even Jess recognizes they don't have a ton in common. No, they really don't. And I, you know, and he had asked her, like, well, what do you guys talk about? You know, mm-hmm. like, what, you know, what, what interests you? Know what, you, know? you know what's funny is, okay, so back when in first season, when Dean first started, like, noticing Rory. He does mention how she always was sitting there, you know, at like the bus stop waiting for her bus, you know, um, like with her, mm-hmm. her face in a book. And, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that was one thing that he said that he liked about her. But then it just seems like it, as time goes on, like it started to bug him that that's all she That's because the to books do. took her attention away from him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, maybe she did look cute, you know, sitting there with her, you know, head in a book or face in a book, whatever. And maybe that was appealing at the time. But I think, yeah, like you said, I don't well, think, I think he realized he that he could draw her attention away from that. Uh huh. That and I don't think he realized like how often or how much she actually like read. <laughs> right <laughs> too. That too. but anyways and I just thought that was interesting because you know that was something that he said that he did like about her and then all of a sudden it became something that like annoyed him about her yeah. um as you see in the episode I can't remember what episode it is but it's when they have like um like the book kind of like the book fair yeah, book yeah. Fair? yes yeah. that's what I was thinking and he's just like He's bored. He's irritated, and yeah. he just wants to wants leave. To go to the like, movies. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, oh, and he's like, oh, like he, you know, she realized there was a whole section she missed, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, it's it's okay. Like I don't have to I'll look. do it next time. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's kind and it's of like, like he does acquiesce and kind of like okay, like go look or whatever. Right. But but like you can you, like he's just sitting there like yeah. instead of being there with her and looking through the books with her or learning from her right or finding out why she likes this or what is i feel in her. like if it was jess and her there they would have had a much better been time a, like it almost would have been like a friendly competition on what they could uh-huh, find exactly you know what i mean like a, oh you know i found this one. Oh yeah well i found this and right. okay, well, we'll have to like switch and trade and so you I know mean, you can tell he's not wrong like when he talks when he asks her about you know what they talk about like really what do they talk about when you watch them throughout the episodes and most of the time they're arguing right. <laughs> or she's trying to calm him down from his yeah. bruised little ego you know and yeah. and it's like you can see progressively that they're just like not happy and it no. really is starting to show as time goes on and as she Which realizes I- 
yeah that yeah and then of course it all comes crashing down on they shoot gilmore's don't they oh Which, gosh yes so i love that episode because of course it's another town group town thing uh-huh. and um i love it <laughs> you know and you've got kirk and his dance partner and like mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all dancing and you know and then luke's there with the coffee and right um and taylor of course someone gave him a megaphone which i don't know why and then (laughs) (laughs) but like the whole town's doing this 24-hour dance marathon and yeah of course just shows up to watch with his girlfriend or whoever she was yeah (laughs) they're just but of course like he goes because this what else is he gonna do the whole town's in there anyhow like what else Mm -hmm. are you gonna do right like you know, and then you've got, of course, Dean's there to like eagle eye her. And yeah. make sure, God forbid she does anything he doesn't like. Yep. And then, um, you know, of course, the whole thing kind of comes crashing down when, and he does, he even tells her, like, he tries telling her, like, mm-hmm. oh, finish up and leave. Like, he tells her, tries to tell her what to do, and she's uh-huh. like trying to get like, a snack. And even just like, oh, that's good. And tell her now, get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, Jeff recognizes true. how controlling Dean is, and he's like, and he and calls he told, him out. Yeah, on it. he has no problem calling him out on it, and yeah, which I yeah. mean, I'm like, good. I mean, somebody needs to call him out on it because apparently she right. just keeps brushing it under the rug, and like, it's not a big deal when it's a yeah. huge deal, and that is not like that's not what you're supposed to do. And if you have a problem, like you talk to your partner, you don't sit there and demand and yell at them, especially in front of, you know, said company. Like you don't do that. That's not, no, it's not healthy. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) No, I did also like, that was also the episode where uh, David kind of like caught on to Lane's like little thing. (gasps) Yeah. I did like the Lane and David uh, relationship a lot. I thought it was really cute. It was done really, really well. I Unfortunately, um, the actor, uh, and I'm totally blanking on his name. um, Adam Brody. He got a job. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. Adam Brody ended up getting a job on the OC as one of the leads. Yeah. uh, That made me so sad that they took him away he totally like he Gosh. played like game and he put up so much for mrs kim and he impressed mrs kim mm-hmm. and like, he... he stayed up and read the bible all night <laughs> right? <laughs> only to find out that what she said was not in the bible <laughs> he goes just, just tell me tell just me. tell me what it means and that yeah i love i mean oh man he was a great first one for her too um unless you count henry right lane messed that one up so bad yeah she did lane got so into her head and so into like dealing with her mom yeah that like she messed up what i think actually could have probably been a pretty good relationship yeah definitely so i mean i I, I put that one on lane but yeah yeah but it really did like uh Dave and Lane and I really liked how he tried like he really liked her and was like okay well if I have to do this and if I have to go through your mom like I will do it because I want to take you like I want to take you out like I want to have a relationship with you you know and I thought that was pretty like cool that he and they play the hymns and go yeah (laughs) I think oh man he it's it's so sweet and he does so much 
And he goes, no, it's cool. I got like, I got five more gigs because of that flyer you put up there. Like I'm making money playing. Right. (laughs) And then like, he even talks about like when they have to like, how he has to go around like to pick her up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he talks about this confusing little thing. (laughs) And and then he pretends like for the band's sake that he doesn't actually like her. Right. (laughs) Please cry like a girl, Dave. Yes, I do love her band members. Like even after Dave leaves, like I do love Hep Alien. I think it's so yeah. cute. It's such a cute I, little group that she has, and I also think it's hysterical when they do the party and they just like What's the band name, and they're like, We're not, you know, they're trying to get. Him. So uh-huh. Roy goes, "It's a yeah," <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> I have no idea what you just said, (laughs) but let's go with it. So, yeah, but I, I love that. I love that they gave Lane that. I like that they let her be a part of a band. It just, I feel like the poor girl just overall did not get the justice she deserved as far as being her own person, being in a band and, I don't know. I have lots of thoughts about that, but I guess we could do that next week too. Cause yeah. Cause I, I did just... want to go, actually, I wanted to go back to mm-hmm. uh, there's the rub season two. Yes. Cause I want to talk about Rory or Rory, Lorelai and Emily. Oh yes. So this, I have to hundred percent agree with Emily when like Lorelai is acting like a petulant child the mm-hmm. entire time. And Emily does call her out. And I was like, thank you. Because she was. She was like. She was. God forbid she tries to have a nice time with her mother. Uh-huh. And it was like, it was one of those. You're like, I 100% have Emily's back on this. Mm-hmm. And like. And then, of course, it all kind of like. Then they had a great time at first at the at the uh, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and then that guy came in and. <laughs> kind of ruined and, it. Like, <laughs> he did. And I think Emily just got into her own head and freaked out. And mm-hmm. even though like. Like Lorelai had said, Mom, you didn't do anything wrong. And she's like, I don't dance, you know, and like she just has her own set of values and right. and, you know, and it just it scared her. And yeah. she did, she took it out on Lorelai, which wasn't the right thing to do, but you know. Um, yeah. But I mean, she knows like I mean, she should know like who her mom is. Like her mom isn't one to go and dance with random people even if it is just dancing you know to her that was yeah like you know it really freaked Emily out and then when they do go back to the room and she you know Emily tells Lorelai like like why can't we have what you and Rory have you know and right and then Lorelai does explain it to her right and it's like well best friends first and you and I are mother and daughter always Mm -hmm. which is exactly it's true. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. It's not and, wrong. <laughs> no, and like, you know, so, and she does try to bond with her mom with the whole robe thing, which is kind of hysterical. Yeah, that's uh, kind of funny. <laughs> and I also really liked the moment of Emily and Lorelai when uh, Lorelai, and, it was season two, mm-hmm. where she became part of the booster club. Oh, and then uh-huh. her mom into doing the fashion show. Uh, fashion show yeah and i thought that was so hysterical and like but her mom got into it and she did it and you know and they have yes she i mean 
and she had fun and like it was funny because Lorelai totally cornered her mother too oh yeah she's like well mom we have to be more involved right (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that one is uh season two episode seven like mother like daughter yeah yes that's right Mm yeah but um yeah I loved it I I love it because that's kind of like when you see that given her like that was a very familiar position for Emily to kind of be in because she is part of um oh my gosh what's the club that she's not oh D.A.R. yes Daughters of American Revolution yeah so she by the way it's a real club in case you're wondering that's a real club yeah it's interesting um yeah but that's like kind of her thing you know she's always a part of like these little gathering these little things that she does you know that yeah exactly socialite there you go and you kind of see Emily fall into that because that is she's familiar with that and so she does Mm -hmm. That's where you see she has fun, you know, like that was her fun. That was her, she was used to it. She was comfortable in that area. As, whereas Lorelai really wasn't, you know, I mean, sure. She put everything together and that's something that Lorelai can do because that's just the kind of person that she is, you know, she can throw together Mm -hmm. a good fundraiser, a good party or whatever, you know, but to be a part of it and to be a model in it that's not her thing she doesn't like the spotlight in that regard you know no Uh, but it's interesting like you kind of bring this up like you know for emily this very well could have been the first socialite thing she's gotten to do with her daughter mm -hmm. you know she doesn't do these like she probably had a vision in her mind that as her daughter gets older, she'll be doing these social things with her. She'll be doing mm-hmm. the DAR stuff. She'll be, do, you know. Right. Kind of like the way Rory ended up do- doing it with her. Yeah. Right. She never got her cotillion with Lorelai. Right. Exactly. Was, you know, and it, so, I mean, a lot of ways, Emily feels very cheated that yeah. she does all these things and she doesn't get to do them with her daughter. And right. who knows how, like, of her friends that do get to do them with their daughters Mm -hmm. and sees that. And she feels that like I'm missing out. And right. And I think even at one point she does say that at some point, or I think she does anyways, where she does say, you know, like they get to do all these things with their daughters. Like, and I don't get to do that with you, you know, or we didn't get a chance to do that because I think what Lorelai did, what one or two like coming out parties, didn't she have she didn't do one? any of the coming out the only coming out party was the rory one. Oh, that's right yeah okay. so the rory came out and then um because when they were doing her coming out party that's when she found out she that's was when pregnant. She got pregnant that's yeah right. okay the dress her, yeah i was gonna say the dress didn't fit her right which we'll have to talk about that episode too yes all right the um i think it's uh dear emily and richard season three episode yeah. 13 God, and that's the one where Richard's girl or Richard's um, Christopher's <laughs> girlfriend, Sherry uh-huh. gives birth. And so it's, I really like this episode as a whole. I really yes, like it. I do There's a lot of things I really like about this episode and not just because of the flashbacks, which I mm-hmm. love the flashback um, where you kind of see yes. a young Lorelai and a young Christopher and all that. And you see that, uh-huh. but there's also great moments. It's just Lorelai and Emily together for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then it's the very end of this episode where Lorelai shows up to her mom's house with a DVD player and mm-hmm. some of her favorite movies yes. and her roles. And I I love that she did something for her mom just to do it because she's like, well, mom, what do you do when dad's not here? Like, uh-huh. what do you do, you know? Right. And, um, you know, and yeah, and Emily does have an issue with Lorelai running off to go help Christopher's baby mama. But uh-huh. like, 
Lorelai says, Rory called me. Like, it wasn't Sherry who called me or Christopher. Rory called me. So I'm going right. to go to my daughter. Right. And, like, I'm doing you know, it for my daughter, not for them. By the way, Sherry's batshit crazy. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's not the worst because I'm sure she no, could have been way worse, but she was, wow. Yeah. <laughs> she was intense. Yeah, she was. <laughs> even take the double eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, even during like the labor delivery part, you know. Oh my it, God. You're like, wow. she can't even like figure out, like even Lorelai's like admitting it is the first step. Like <laughs> you're going to have a baby. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it does, like it does, you know. But yeah, I, I really, I did like this one. I did like that episode a lot too. I did like, um, mostly because I like the flashback. I like when they do their flashbacks. I think they're fun. Um, and it kind of mm-hmm. gives you an insight to a little bit of the way that Laura like grew up. Because I mean, obviously you see that the way that her parents treat her, they almost kind of still treat her like she's a child at times. They do. Where it's kind of like, okay, dear, like, or no, right. no, like we're not going to do that. <laughs> Yeah. And so, so um and it's kind of funny because especially when Richard gets his own like when he starts his own company his own business and yes. he realizes that she's a smart girl like she knows exactly yeah. he doesn't how- want to let her go no he's like he, if he had his choice he'd just have his daughter work for him yeah exactly and she's like no dad you you really need to find she's like yeah, I have you need a to job. find someone like, you need to find somebody else and, like, and I can't really work not- with you <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but I I think that was such a great moment for them as a as a father and a daughter because yeah they don't do things together they don't have that super close relationship you know and I think that was something because Richard is all business you know he's all business like that's who he is that's what he runs you know and to see that his daughter kind of followed in his footsteps in regards to being a businesswoman and running things successfully and realizing how much knowledge she had, even though she didn't go to an Ivy league school, you know, like she is still a smart person. She still made something of herself. And I think that was a really big moment where he finally kind of recognized that she is and did end up being successful, even Mm -hmm. if it wasn't in what he wanted, you know, uh, right and and there's another moment um that's later in the seasons when her grandma dies and um emily's having to you know do all the preparations and everything yes which and, we'll talk about that yeah. next week season four but i just i like those moments where they realize that their daughter isn't as much of a failure as they kind of I think what it is is she succeeds in ways they weren't expecting. Right. Like succeeds in other ways that maybe that wasn't the, what they had envisioned. Mm -hmm. And, and again, there's another moment in season four too. I want to talk about too uh, next week, but, um, but yeah, I hear that. And I, I know we're, we're almost to our two hour mark here. Yes. So I wanted to talk about our very last episode, season three, episode 22. Mm -hmm. uh, And that is, those are strings Pinocchio. And that is, Rory's graduation yeah. and her graduation speech. And I wanted, I mean, you and I have talked about this. Ugh, yes. First of all, let's talk about how the fact that Luke's there and Christopher's not. not. And may okay, maybe it was some sort of like, like scheduling conflict with the actual person. Right, right, maybe right. Maybe that's what it was. Right. 
but let's just say that's not it. <laughs> no, let's just say that it goes with classic Christopher. Like classic he shows up and he's yeah. there for the small moments, but he's not there for the moments that matter. His daughter is graduating from a prestigious uh-huh. uh, private school as valedictorian and he can't be bothered to show up. Right. And instead Luke is there, which is like the perfect person to be there. Mm-hmm. And you've got Suki and Jackson and of course Richard and Emily mm-hmm. and, and Lorelai, obviously. And mm-hmm. her speech it was perfection. I just love that way. her speech. I care up every time. And like mm-hmm. freaking Luke cries. I know. And- like you're not like he's like you're crying i'm blubbering (laughs) and um you know and you lorelei finds out she can get the in Mm -hmm. um you know an offer for the in and that uh you know and rory's gonna be able to go to yale which oh, was the other thing too is she had talked about going to harvard the whole time and right a better option for her Mm-hmm. And of course, Richard and Emily are thrilled because that's their alma mater. Right, exactly. Stoked, which, yeah. You know, I get it. Like, they love, I totally get it. Yeah. They love it. So she's going to Yale, and um, which I think is really great. I think that's that's kind of awesome. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. It's a very realistic thing. Right. Where you're like, oh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then it gets to like all of a sudden a point you're like, I'm doing something else. Right. <laughs> like, which it happens. <laughs> it does. It does. It totally going to Yale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, so anyways, I think, you know, and everyone's pretty excited. So, you know, and then she has her new deal with her grandparents. Yes. Um, they'll pay for Yale and then she'll still be there for Friday night dinners, which of course always means Lorelai is going to be there. Right. And then, um, <laughs> and even Lorelai like tells her that where she's right. like, no, like you don't, under- be there. you've yeah, been Gilmore'd. <laughs> Just yeah, you've been Gilmore'd. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's fine. You know, and really all it is, is like, they, if they had already had this relationship with their grandparents prior to these like Friday night dinners, mm-hmm. this never would have been a thing. No. It just would have been, yes, of course we'll pay for your school. Right. They want their granddaughter to have a good education. Mm-hmm. Like paying for her education doesn't bother them. No. And, and it never has. <laughs> no, it never has. And so they don't care about the money. They don't care. You know, even if, even if it was important to Lorelai to pay him back for the, for uh, Chilton, mm-hmm. for them, it never mattered. Like they couldn't, they didn't care if they saw the money or not. Right. They that was never something they were ever going to hold over Lorelai's head. No, never. But in Lorelai's mind, that was something they were going to hold over her mm-hmm. head. And she didn't want that, and you know, and I, I kind of see both sides, you mm-hmm. know. Like, but it's also um, kind of you also have to think about the fact that they couldn't even sit and talk and and just schedule something to say, hey, we want you guys over for Friday night dinners, you right. know, and it just kind of shows the type of like relationship that she had with her parents, where they couldn't even be that comfortable with one another to say. None of them could communicate. No. What they actually wanted. Right. All around, like communication was not a strong point in this family. No, it really wasn't. (laughs) But, But, uh, yeah, but but (laughs) anyways, I love that last episode. You've got, you know, it, it's it's very heartwarming. She finally has her kind of her closure with Jess. Mm-hmm. And she said the right things, and even you know, and Jess listened. Like he didn't try and deny anything. He didn't right. try to. Well, yeah, because he calls her, her right? He does. Yeah, he mm-hmm. calls her, and so then that's when she's like, "Look, okay, I know you're there, so I'm going to talk, and you're going to listen, and this is it. Like this is." And yeah. she lays it all out for him. <laughs> she does and you know, and she was right. 
And she's like, you didn't handle it well. And to be fair, she probably didn't handle some things well either. Right. Um, I mean, but, you know, they're also teenagers. And- right. Like, show me what teenagers <laughs> going to handle everything. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, like you mentioned earlier, I think it was a good um, decision for him to leave and to go to California. He needed to get out of that town it just wasn't a fit for him at that moment and at that time I think what it is is just need to make a decision for himself rather mm-hmm. than everybody else making all the decisions right for him. right because yeah because really his mom important. made the decision to send him there you know it was luke's decision to make sure that he stayed in school and you know and and yeah. all that stuff and so yeah like yeah that's i would say that's pretty right on with him saying okay i'm gonna go where i think i need to go now <laughs> right yeah, and he's you know, and he has it out with his dad too, and the here comes oh, the yeah. son, uh, you know, <laughs> lays into him, and which mm-hmm. was rightfully so. And, yeah, for uh, sure. But, uh, but yeah, I think you know these first three seasons are great, and Serena and I have a giant list of all the episodes we really want to talk about. I don't think we reached all of them, but that's no. okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, we, we, but we we went through a lot. Tried. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So many good episodes. So, and you know, next week is going to be pretty much pretty similar to this week, yes. and uh, we'll be going through and talking more about relationship developments and things like that. I'm kind of excited. Relationship Again, development, character development, all of that good stuff. Like where we also feel that you know maybe the director and the writers kind of botched Screw things up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we have a messed up. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Right. Really. Um, Yeah. So, So, but anyways, but yeah, so this was really fun to kind of finally kind of go through and really kind of hash out. I mean, I know we do this periodically where, because again, for the both of us, we generally tend to put Gilmore Girls on as like background noise where, I mean, we'll watch it, but it's just, it's there. Um, Because it's something that we're really, really familiar with. Um, we watch it enough that now our husbands know it. <laughs> really, and are even our and are invested have, in it. <laughs> they even have their own opinions. <laughs> they do. They definitely have their own opinions. Holy moly! So yeah. the opinions I have heard from my husband about this, right. like, and I'm not talking like I'm not talking about like opinions about the show. I'm, no. I mean, yeah, he has opinions about the show, but I'm talking about like relationships, like what we just talked. Oh about. yeah, like definitely. Like he'll get into it just as much as I will, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because if you anybody ever asked him hey do you watch Gilmore Girls like no I don't watch Gilmore Girls but right they totally (laughs) but if you start talking about it they're gonna start throwing in their thoughts and their opinions too (laughs) like like, me and my husband both agree and I'm sure you do too Mm -hmm. the writing in this show is pretty freaking amazing yeah like quick wit the fast talking um they said normally like an hour-long show Mm -hmm. is like 55 pages and theirs are 80. Yep. Okay. So I read a couple little fun facts like a while back about how I get, oh, so the actors, uh, Scott Peterson and Lauren Graham, they actually oh. were smokers before um, the show. And they both admitted and they both said that they actually had to quit smoking because they're like, they, because they're such a fast pace, um, they literally had to word for word say everything that was in their script they could not like deviate from that they could not ad-lib they couldn't miss a word if they missed a word they went back and they redid it until everything was literally verbatim to what was on that um script and they realized that 
they could not do that if they kept smoking because obviously smoking like messes with your lung right. and it's bad yeah. for you. Lung capacity. Right. So they had, they quit smoking for this show, which ended up being a really good decision, obviously. Well, let's um, just say, now we can officially say <laughs> Gilmore Girls saves lives, guys. Right. It really does. And yeah. And they also said that there were times where they would come in and they would realize that they just had a whole entire scene changed that they would have to relearn that day. And yeah, there were times where, nope, we're not doing this scene anymore. We're going this way. Here are your new lines. Uh, Run it, learn it, and let's do it. (laughs) So talk about memorizing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that was one of the things that they said was just the fast pacedness of this. And they literally had to say a certain amount of words per minute in order to Mm -hmm. make it what it is now. Right. (laughs) Which I cannot, I mean, I talk fast on my own when these are my own thoughts running through my head, but I cannot imagine sitting there trying to read somebody else's thoughts and somebody else's words. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) A lot of what they say flows. Oh, for sure. So having a flow would help with that. But yes, getting it word for word, that's tough. Yeah, that is insane. (laughs) But anyways, I just thought those were little fun facts. That's awesome. So So thank you guys for sticking with us for so long. We could easily talk another hour, 100%. Oh my God, yes. Uh, We'll spare you all that. We'll just make you listen to another two hours next week. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm so excited for next week. (laughs) uh, In the meantime, make sure you are following us on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review um, and make sure you make sure this week, cause we're going to have more coming out like social media wise. Um, more content. Some yes. Quotes, yeah. Favorite quotes coming out, things like that. We're so excited. So it's going to be great. Um, and then always send us an email, which is the caffeinated besties at gmail.com. Yep. And then of course our website, the caffeinated besties, uh, com. Yes. We highly encourage you. Cast. Yes. So we highly encourage you to check out our website just because that is basically your one-stop shop for everything. It has all of our Instagrams on there. It has the podcast on there. It has our blogs on there. And yeah, like uh, Kristen had said earlier, uh, you can actually listen to the podcast from our website, which is amazing because yeah. we did not realize that. <laughs> Like you pull something up and you're like, yeah, this is speaker, I'm sure it'll be fine. And then you just forget to check. Yeah. And so I got in there and I was like, and what's really great about it, by the way, if you go to the website, check it out. What's really great is all the show notes are in there and it's really easy to click all the links that we put up. Yes. Um, so for this week for the show notes, I don't, you know, we'll have show notes. I think Serena found this great website. It's a fan-based website for Gilmore Girls. Yes. So we'll post that link in there and then we'll also add it to our Facebook page too. So that way people can yes um, definitely it's really cool because they talk about all the different literature music all that stuff pop culture all throughout all seven seasons so it's really cool <laughs> um, yeah it's one of those you're gonna get sucked down the rabbit hole and, like yes. you'll pop up like four hours later or if you're our same age and you're gonna be like oh my gosh i forgot about that song or i forgot about that movie or that reference because yeah there it takes you takes you back yeah for sure. <laughs> but anyways so we hope you enjoyed this episode because we yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, we hope you were excited as we were. Yes. That's all. We yeah. just want you to be like us. Just be excited. <laughs> okay. And I, you know, and I feel like today, you know, this, this episode is probably sponsored by coffee because, you know, without <laughs> it, we'd just be a couple of losers. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> yes, we would be. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, we hope you guys have a great day. Enjoy and enjoy. I hope you had a good time and we'll see you all next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.